0: the world isn't wide enough. Get immersed in the expansive views of the 48-inch customizable panoramic display in the all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid. Explore more at Lincoln.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. Matt, 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 mate, mate, matt, mate, matt. Uh a quick shout out to um everyone who voted for us in the FSA Awards, which at time of recording was last night. Perhaps a perhaps a different kind of shout-out for the all the people who A, didn't vote for us, and B, voted for the Guardian Football Weekly podcast, which was victorious <sighs> in our category. So is there, is there anything you'd like to say to all the people who didn't vote for us in the FSA Awards? You've got to get out and vote next time. We won't be nominated again, Guy. Election. That was our chance.
1: We'll get nominated again. We will live to fight another day. But this is what happens if you don't vote. You end up with the results like that. Mm-hmm. And. I think people need to perhaps reflect on why we live in a democracy. And, you know, there are people all around the world that would love the opportunity to vote in the FSA Awards. And, uh, you know, the people protesting all around the world. And uh, it's just a shame when people have that right and they don't take it. Mm. Democracy is precious, and if you don't nurture it, you can lose it. We're on the verge of tyranny here, and these things are big. And
0: and to the people who did vote for us. Thank you very much. Cheers. Every single vote
1: um, means the world. And um, you were part of something great, and and that movement doesn't go nowhere. You know th- this—it's it, a process, not an event. Last night wasn't the end of something; it was the start of something, and we are growing. I must believe my own bullshit. Then you've got to get out yourself. you can see sometimes. how political leaders get high on it, can't you? <laughs> different managers have different approaches to management. Yes. Antonio Conte mm-hmm. is a famous micromanager, and he even polices his players' sex lives.
0: they are four. I for- actually don't. I don't agree with the term micromanager as a, as a shorter man myself. Uh, I think that's. Derogatory language. I don't think you should bring as high into it.
1: Oh, you're triggered.
0: Yes, we just call them managers now, mate. It's 2022. Okay. He is
1: a, uh, he, he manages beyond the sphere of football. He he meddles in their private lives. Mm-hmm. And he has policies for his players' sex lives. Mm-hmm. And there are four golden rules. Do you know any of them? No. Nope. Okay. Can you, I tell you what, try and guess. Antonio Conti's four golden rules for his players' sex lives. Well,
0: no sex the night before a match. Um, that's always the one, is it?
1: No, 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 that isn't one. Oof. Um, I think you're thinking of boxers.
0: Yeah, but it's, that's a thing, isn't it? C- keep it in the tank. Um, <laughs> not one of Conti's goals. <laughs> put a tiger in your tank. Oh, I know what it is. Um, try to penetrate the opposition referee during the game in a manner that will not be penalised by the referee to try and wheedle out an extra point by cheating. Is that it? No, no, it's not. But I'm glad you're over it. Um well I don't know then. Uh what else could you do? No flavoured condoms. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So rule number one during the season, players should not have sexual relations that last for
0: too long a period. As you so put a quickest. time on that? You can't say is not- what is too long. I mean, I'm delighted if I make it to five minutes. Is that a long time? Uh I think Conte would view that as a longer. I'm in across a season.
1: <laughs> Conte
0: is like pro-quickie, basically.
1: He's like, okay. get it done and dusted. That's yep. his view. Kind of You shouldn't to one be dusting two. it
0: off. You're dehydrated there.
1: <laughs> to number two is, they need to make as little
0: effort as possible. Which <laughs> <laughs> is unromantic, Absolutely isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, this is not... Can I just say now, this is nonsense. I mean, everything so far suggests I am actually, in this regard alone, on target to become a Premier League footballer.
1: However, yeah, you, I didn't know you'd sign for Spurs. Number three, the best position for the player is if their partners go on top. Okay. I uh, guess that's like less injury, you know? Yeah, I don't. I've never been injured
0: during sex, has there, in the history of football? I bet a footballer's been injured doing sex. I can hear you tip-tapping away. Yeah, footballer injured Ooh. during sex. Premier League footballer had to undergo keyhole surgery <laughs> uh, after sustaining a serious groin injury during sex with his partner, according to a prominent surgeon. So uh, maybe there's something in it.
1: There may be something in it. <laughs> 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 she said that number four. It is preferable that they are with their own wives. Now there's a
0: caveat to oh, this. Oh god! Did you see that? Oh, you've ruined it there with the last one. I know they're not your ones. Well, all this, all this promiscuity is implying that he knows his players are cheating on their partners.
1: Well, this this is what's interesting about this. He's not saying it's because you know for like a stable family life. It's preferable they're with their own wives. That way, they're not obliged to put in an exceptional performance. Say that again. Rule number four: Preferable that they're with their own wives. That way, they are not obliged to put in an exceptional performance.
0: Oh God! I mean, so he thinks they'll show off if they're, they're they're cheating. I just if you if you're getting into that, as he said, this are these quotes from him, or is this like a leak or what?
1: I think a leak is an, uh, an <laughs> unfortunate phrase in the context. This is from the internet. I mean, I just hate. Let's that. just take them as being real for now. Yeah, if they're real, we're we're discussing them in the context that they that they are. Where are, are you real.
0: getting your information from? Name and shame. Oh, it's on multiple sources: ESPN,
1: uh, the Bleacher Report. Yes, uh, it's everywhere. But where are they getting
0: it from? Oh, for God's sake! Look, just let's just take it as why do you do you not believe? Well, who's it? told you this, young men? Some somebody's leaking this. I know they're all picking it up, but you know. Here we go. During his time at Inter Milan, the Italian yeah. did an interview with L'Equipe. There you go. I explained to the I explained to the players how they should have sex. In the periods of competition, the intercourse should not last long and they should be on the bottom. That that could be read one of two ways, couldn't it? Yep. During spells of matches, the players should During spells of matches, the players should not have sexual relations. It's implying they're going to come off and have a quick shag and then go back on, and it will make as little effort as possible. The best position for them is the partner on top, and it's preferable there with their own. It's word for word, a quote, right? Well, I mean, you've upset me. Even there you more go, you've Spurs me. now. You've got a manager openly admitting that his players are love rats and his only concern about it is not the sanctity of human relations but just the idea that they're going to try harder shagging someone behind their partner's back i well, hope hang spurs on. get got- relegated and i hope anthony conte never manages again
1: let's just cut this conte cake another way he
0: is trying to incentivize them to be loyal to their partners so he can win a football game why doesn't he say that it- The dressing room. There's ways of wording that, at least that vaguely suggests you're a half-decent person, like the spirit of the dressing room or something like that. I don't want them tired because they're having good sex with people other than their partners. I want them to have the perfunctory, miserable sex of people in relationships they don't want to be in. And win silverware. Awful. I hope Spurs never win a game again.
1: But uh, Yeah, I mean, so what are you saying, that
0: players should cheat on their wives? No. I'm saying they should be miserable. Well, you agree with Conte?
1: Locked Same, don't into do it.
0: loveless marriages, like the rest of us, I say they should have <laughs> miserable, perfunctory sex as rarely as possible, and play badly as a result. Oh, John, I just think
1: I think you've I think you've been a bit harsh on Conte there. Why? Because he's incentivizing the thing you want. He's saying, "Stay with your wife, and, no, and he's, we'll all benefit."
0: He's, he's not saying it for the good of humanity, is he?
1: But it wasn't interviewed by Good of Humanity magazine, and it was he? It makes me
0: even more that the extra strength in those Spurs players' loins that were used to beat, batter our players into submission at the weekend came from perfunctory sex. They've used ah. my USP against me. Exactly.
1: And what does that mean then? Leads lost. So that means they're all cheating on their wives.
0: No, Leeds won. Ah. Well, Leeds lost because Spurs had extra energy. So if they had, because gone, not, had because... Yeah, if they'd had more extra marital sex, perhaps we would have won at the weekend.
1: No, 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 because the Spurs players respect their marriages and the Leeds players don't. No, it's the opposite of that. No, 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 because Spurs won, so they were loyal. Oh, God. So the Leeds Uh-oh. players are cheating. There you go.
0: That's why you keep losing games. Oh, no. All right, I'll get up there and have a word. This never happened. We never lost under Bielsa. So okay, we head to the World
1: Cup, John. Very exciting. England's first game. not camp. remotely excited, don't lie.
0: No I one's am. excited about it. Are you excited about this World I
1: love Cup? I the World Cup. Look, look I'm, I'm appalled that it's in um, Qatar. I, cannot... which, I don't want to go there. I'm not going to go there. Um... You're not Invited.
0: I could have got tickets. Oh, I'll on. tell you what, I'll tell you what, if you went there and take the heat off some of the sort of human rights abuse and the, the criminalization of homosexuality, I reckon you could get up to stuff there that they would invent new laws to criminalise. I think they'd take the knee against me ordering so much food. We've never seen that done before. I don't know what it is, but it's disgusting. It's Western decadence in its true extreme. They put in a law against double takeaway. Oh man. Imagine if they did that, I'd be like, we can't. This cannot go ahead.
1: The state of Qatar has outlawed what it calls cheese mouth. British tourist Matt Ford was caught <laughs> 5 pm this afternoon in broad daylight putting chow mein and chicken balls onto a pizza. I was caught giving oral sex
0: to a pizza hut on the beach. <laughs> I just hungry, <laughs> Oh, I'm not well. excited. I'd, I, I've gone from fifty-fifty to now sixty-forty. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I'm going to watch it because I want England to win it. I mean, it really is a simple, uh, well. I've got I think news once for it you. From it. Whether you watch it or not will not change whether they win it.
1: I want. I enjoy watching England play football. Okay. it's I, I mean, it, it's sort of not watching it is just not. There's no way I can stick to it. So anyway, right. that is all to come. We'll be doing shows during the World Cup, including a live show on the 11th of
0: December mm. at a brewery in Harrogate. Um, <laughs> now, different, what's so funny about that? Why did you do your, um? what's his name from Lockstock voice? At oh, a brewery in Harrogate. Did I? Yeah. We should be doing a live show at a brewery in Harrogate. Why don't you come along, you stupid mug. It's on the 11th of December
1: at a brewery in Harrogate. <laughs> Are you familiar with the term Harrogate?
0: (laughs) So you're excited about the World Cup? Oh, yeah. Of course, since we spoke last, the squad has been announced.
1: I've booked my table. Have you? A pub in Nottingham on Monday. Uh,
0: So Monday is the first game. It's England's first game, yeah, against Iran. Ah, England, Iran, in Qatar. Whoa, that's the sort of fixture to get you salivating, isn't it? the, The sort of pundit's view is that it's going to be a drudge fest and actually a random. They're going to get behind a ball. They're going to make it difficult for England. They're coming into the tournament, not on exactly a line of thumb. This could be a hard game for England. I think it's yeah, a hard I mean, group, can't... right? Wales well, are Wales going to turn up. I think USA are going to be good. If anyone oh, who's seen God. the beautiful work of Tyler Adams and Brendan Aronson this season will know, that's not going to be a walk in the It's That's not going to be a let's go for a walk in the park.
1: It's not gonna be a nice afternoon in Central Park. You know what I mean, my friend? Yeah. We yeah. wanna go upstate with these guys. Shows showing them how we do things downtown. New York State Law. Sit your ass down. We um John and I went to periodically have been to New York in our lives mm-hmm. and we look forward to going again. But um uh, on one of our trips we took a uh, open top bus round New York and we had this uh tour guide who was very funny, and he said, uh, what was it? He said Do not stand up when the bus is moving, because those signs hang at 25 feet. If you stand up, you're at 26 feet. You do the
0: math. (laughs)
1: basically (laughs) saying that people would stand up and get clobbered by the road signs. And then he was like, right, uh, who speaks English? And then people put their hands up. Who speaks Spanish? And they put their hands up. You got a book on the Spanish tour. How many times? I will not be translating for
0: you. oh, God. Don't translate my tour. You want to speak Spanish? Get the Spanish tour. Don't sit on my bus and translate my tour. And then some guy stands
1: up. Having been told to not stand up, some guy then stands up to say, the guy went, sit your ass down, New York State law. <laughs> and then every time he went around Brooklyn, which where he was from, he was very fond of him, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Every flat. they so go, that flat over there, you could have bought that for $80,000 three years ago. Guess how much it's worth now. How does a million dollars sound? Everything was now valued at a million dollars. How does a million dollars sound? Oh, I loved that guy. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
0: Fair Health for Older Adults understands that healthcare decisions are life-changing decisions strategic decisions shared decisions fairhealthforolderadults.org provides financial and educational information for older adults and caregivers planning for a treatment, procedure or ongoing condition Fair Health for Older Adults healthy decisions for healthy aging explore fairhealtholderadults.org today campaign generously funded by the John A. Hartford Foundation
1: it's only a kick a jump a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all it's only pressure, you got this,
0: Adidas. Yeah I've got a video of you on that bus pretending to drive it. (laughs) Oh yeah, on the top deck. <laughs> sat on the top deck pretending to be a <laughs> bus driver in New York. Oh yeah. Oh, how old were we then? Deep. Into our thirties, definitely. You with your little flat cap on, pretending to be an angry bus driver <laughs> in about the goddamn city. Oh man.
1: You want to go upstate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, oh, so, f-
1: I love New York. It's a great city, a isn't great. it? It's a shame it's oh. so far
0: away. Well, we'll if go you again. were a player, is that where you'd end your career? You wouldn't. You'd be, You'd follow that dollar straight out to China, wouldn't you? Oh no, New York definitely. Go play for
1: New York City. Be great. Up at the Yankee Stadium playing soccer, and then just in the Irish bars every night, mm. putting on loads of weight eating a massive chicken wraps and huge portions of fries. Well, we know how much you
0: love a Taco Bell in Nottingham. Imagine how much you'd get into Taco Bell in America. Oh, mate. Oh, mate.
1: Can you imagine? I'd be saying to them, oh, last night I got drunk and had a chow mein and a pizza, and they'd be going, only a chow mein and a pizza? Buddy, are you on a diet? <laughs> that's, uh, over there, it'd be like, oh, that's just like a little snack. That'd just be like getting in and having a packet of Doritos or something. Doritos. Um, So, yes. How did we get onto that? England squad. England squad. Yes, I booked my table at a pub in Nottingham. And uh, very excited. I'm I'm figuring out what shirt to wear. I'm already like, ooh, should I wear an Italian 90 or a Euro 96? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I do hate the fact that it's in Qatar. and I hate the fact FIFA and all that. But it's happening. And I want us to win it. And, ooh, John, I think. I think Iran will be difficult, I think all those things you said mm-hmm. now they'll they'll be compact be hard to break down you know they be up for it against England
0: you know uh but
1: I, I, there is something special about the World Cup
0: isn't there well, yeah, usually there is, but not I think that's what's so annoying is they've managed to ruin something that should be special, something that should be things that we all look forward to and we all get behind. And I think for the... What's, do you know what's really upsetting? The World Cup is the chance to speak to those people who don't like football and quite rightly complain about all the problems with the Premier League, the diving, the bad manners, the influence on young people, the gambling money, <laughs> the bad referee, and all that stuff that they say, ah, it's a stupid game, just makes you angry. The World Cup is the chance to say, yeah, but you're missing now a global event. You're... And that's where your neutrals, they will come down to the pub and watch an England game because it's a summer and you're out in a beer garden and they get caught up in it and they're all in Trafalgar Square and in the fan zones. And you think, nah, this is football doing what it's supposed to do. This is football bringing people together. The kids making the little videos on BBC Breakfast and we'll go back to Harry Maguire's old school and there's the kids having a little sing song. They've taken all that away from us because you can't do any of that now because this is a travesty and listening to Seth blatter on his interview saying yeah we just didn't talk about the human rights thing you lying old turd you greedy lying old turd how dare you he's not bothered he's gonna watch it he's sat there in his big house watching it because he doesn't give a shit and the rest of us who do have even half a conscience just can't you could i'm not saying obviously i'm not saying nobody should watch it but it's just taken the gloss off. And there are a lot of people who don't feel they can watch it and can enjoy it, and that, they've taken that away from us. I want to be excited about the World Cup, and I can't be, and I shouldn't have been put in that position as a fan. That's what's pissed me off.
1: I agree. I agree with all that. I, I'm equally as appalled.
0: But... Laga, 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 laga.
1: Now, that was the view of young John. Mm-hmm. But let's go to the pub and find <laughs> out the opinion of John.
0: It's Old John, and I can't remember what my character was called. Gary Duck. Gary Duck. So I did go. go back and listen to Old John this week. What? I'm Ooh. baffled by the fact he's posh. I found the episode in which I do the voice of Old John. Yeah. He's he's posh. Is Old John? I, I didn't remember doing him posh. Oh, posh, I think, is perhaps a, a mild exaggeration. But let's go to the <laughs> pub
1: with Old John and Gary Duck.
0: All right, John, how are
1: you doing? Me? Yes, I'm really good. How are you? Not bad. Looking forward to the England game, aren't you? Are you excited for the World Cup, mate?
0: I can't get excited about the World Cup, Mr Dak, and I should tell you why. Because it's in the, 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 the Qatar. I've had a problem with Qatar my whole life as an asthmatic and somebody who suffers from colds, and now they're the bane of my football enjoyment. What's incredible is that if you're supposed to be you and I'm supposed to be me, why is there such an age difference? I'm clearly in my late 80s, early 90s. You still sound like a young, sprightly thing. How have you gained the elixir of life?
1: We're not—we're not, um, we just just in the same pub. There is an age difference, but we, we get on like we're like football, don't we? I will take pity on you and come over, and you sit there in your flat cap and you, you know—you tie. And you're always very well done out. I don't want your you know, pity. I'm still working, me.
0: I don't I'm, want your pity.
1: You sounded like you're from about three different places all in one <laughs> sentence.
0: Then. This, I think, oh, you here. Well, I went to do because it started off. Oh, I don't know. I, it's frustrating having done a good voice and not being able to relocate it. The, I don't think it is old, John. I, I, I'm amazed you didn't call me on it at the time. Listening back to it, it's just it's just a posh old theatre lovey. It was. Yeah, a I know, bad but I'll, voice. I like it. it you should have you know, been you got... punished. No,
1: I like the the affectation of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, come on, it's old the John. episode let's in which just, I let's was talking about John. defecating off the East under at Ellen Road. That's where it ended up.
1: <laughs> let's, just, let's just get us just get No John wonder we then. didn't win the
0: FSA award, really. <laughs> that, sort of, that sort of content. You're not getting that on the Guardian football podcast, are you? People joking about shitting off the East under of Football Stadia. So, um, what do they do on that? <laughs> what do they John, do on the Guardian know. football podcast? I really podcast? want to talk to old John. Do you listen to the Guardian football podcast? No. What, do, what are they doing that's so good over there? What are they talking about, football?
1: it would be like detailed analysis.
0: I, I just want to get old
1: John back just to the end of the chat because we've waited weeks for this. I know. It's, I, I don't think it. it's very good. But just try. John? What? Can <laughs> that's I get you someone different, Can isn't it? Don't it's out different it. every just time.
0: Just I think I've got go multiple here. personality go disorder at my old age.
1: Just go Can I get you a drink, John? Yes. What do you like?
0: Port and brandy.
1: All right, I'll get you them. Same glass or separate? Double
0: port, double brandy.
1: Put mixed together, yeah.
0: Yes. Slice of lime, vitamin C.
1: Um, w- what would you like? Any uh, snacks, rat? Scampi fries. Scampi fries. All right. And then, John, I know we've known each other for many years, and I've never asked you, but you're always on your own. Why is that?
0: I smell. I stopped showering sometime in the early 21st century and uh, just stuck with it. I remember speaking to a friend who had a sort of cheese mouth incident after a pizza I described peeling off a layer of cheese in the shape of his own lips and I thought, I wonder if a person could achieve that all over their body with a sort of build-up of grime. And that's been my goal ever since, to shed my skin like a snake.
1: Right. And I are getting on with that?
0: I think I'm ready. Do you want to pull? Pull that little bit there.
1: Yeah, go on then. (laughs) Right, here we go. Here we go. Right, I'm just going to start at your neck and just peel you one go like an orange, like one of them tangerines where people keep the skin all in one go. All right, you all right? Oh, it's making me feel sick. Should we go fast or slow? Fast. (laughs) Okay, here we go.
0: Oh, that's done it. (laughs) Oh, it turns out I wasn't old at oh, all. I was just covered in a layer of crap.
1: Oh, you look dead good. You, you immacu- I mean, you stink.
0: Gives a uh, giz a cheeky uh, turbo shammed and stick the World Cup on, mate. There we go. See you next week, old John. I tell you, uh, I tell you a video I'd missed. I recently made a show, which is a sort of news review of the year, um, and I completely missed. Uh, Ray Parler's tribute to the Queen. Oh, man. Did you see it? Let me just
1: have a look. It rings a bell. It, it makes a
0: specific drink that I'd never heard of. Oh, is it that Dubonnet and um, gin? I wish it was something that classy. He does a Cobra Bomb for the Queen where he pours oh a God. glass of Cobra and drops a Jaeger into it and raises a glass to the Queen. I don't know how I missed it. Do you know what? I'm
1: watching it now. <laughs> Let's just, I'm going to tell you what he says. He goes, What a lovely lady. Um, We're going to miss her dearly. It's got to be a cobra bomb for the Queen. I think that's his drink, isn't it? I've seen him do this on other things.
0: Oh, yeah, it's clearly his thing. But he decides not to sort of stand it down for the week that the Queen died. He decides... He's obviously had a, a chat with himself that I would say lasted between two or three seconds where he's thought, shall I not do the Cobra Bomb thing this week? No, I know what, I'll just do it for the Queen. It's absolutely remarkable. It does feel lemon. Um... And then he talks about like a party he's going to. Where he's like, right, Sheila and Dag, I'll see you in a couple of hours on my way down. I've had a cheeky Cobra Bomb. He d- he's not even cancelling the party he's going to. He's just clearly having a sort of pre-lash on his own. And he thought, I'll film this and put it out as a tribute to the Queen. Also, Cobra Bomb just looks and sounds disgusting. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you don't go,
1: oh, you know what lager needs in it? Jägermeister.
0: Yeah. I, I, is it any more or less upsetting than dropping it into Red Bull? I think at least Red Bull is a drink that deserves to be defiled. Exactly. But totally a, with you, John. Yeah. Totally with you. Whereas lager, just like, don't
1: muck about with it. Don't put lime in it. I mean, occasionally. I can understand the appeal of a shandy. I really can. Mm-hmm. I think it's a deeply refreshing flavour. But putting Jägermeister into it, he's unforgivable. And also, he's doing it in what looks like you know when people built bars in their sheds during COVID. And he's got he's got a massive Jimarique poster behind him. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Seed. Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is a broad-spectrum probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 scientifically validated strains for whole-body benefits, engineered for maximum delivery to your colon, helping to support a healthy heart, maintain optimum cholesterol balance and lipid metabolism, as well as reinforce an optimal gut-skin axis to promote clear skin. Visit
0: seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month.
1: Do you have a name yet for this feature where I Google a city?
0: Oh, I don't know. Well, let's put it to the listeners. So it's a pun title featuring the name of a footballer, manager, football team, some FPL link uh, for a feature where Matt Ford Googles a city and learns about it for the first time.
1: Maybe I mean, it could be Man City because I'm a man finding out about a city.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it needs a little bit more Man Chester,
1: man. Anyway. We'll figure some out. Hello at cpfpl.com. So, this week, John has to think of a city. I will Google it, and we'll just
0: hear the wonderful um, realisation of knowledge. I'm going to use my powers for evil this week, and I want you to extol the virtues of a city which I would like somebody I love, somebody I care about, not to leave. Um, I want you to look into the city of Rosario, Argentina. Oh,
1: Okay, I don't know anything about it. I couldn't tell you where in Argentina it is until now. It's the largest city in central, oh, in the central Argentinian province of Santa Fe. Wow. Okay, so... Do
0: you know the way to Santa Fe? La, 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 la. So 1.2 million people live there? Yeah, one of them's very special. And
1: it's where... Oh, I'll tell you what, should we look up notable, notable people? hmm
0: Che Guevara... Is Che Guevara from uh, Rosario? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Lionel Messi? Yes, we knew that. Wow. Um, Angel Di Maria? something of a footballing pedigree as a city.
1: Well, that's incredible. Marcelo Bielsa and Che Guevara.
0: Marcelo Bielsa.
1: Pochettino, is he a Rosario? Un? He doesn't make the list if he is. It's twinned with a lot of places. Not many in Western Europe at all, if any. Interesting. It's not twinned with Leeds yet, for instance. It's twinned with Bilbao in Spain, Kuwait City in Kuwait, um Pisco in Peru, Shanghai in China, Turin in Italy, but none in northern Europe really. Um so the key facts you know what, I just want to have a look at it on the map,
0: John. Do you know, whilst you're doing that, I've Googled where um, Pochettino is from, and it's very near Rosario. Yeah. But if I asked you to guess the name of the town in Argentina where he's from, I think you could guess for a million years and never guess. Why? It's a town named after... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just try and guess.
1: Yeah. Why don't you think I'll guess it?
0: Well, I'll give you a clue. It's not an Argentinian-sounding word.
1: Okay. Um...
0: <laughs> uh... Ghoul. Yeah, you're you're closer than you have any right to be. I'll I'll start reading the Wikipedia link one word at a time, and you can intervene at any point to guess. It is named after an Irishman.
1: Okay. Donegal?
0: Not Donegal. I'll give you a clue. People from this town are not bitter. Oh, I don't know. Do you not remember that old advert for the uh, beer? Like the, I'm not bitter. Cafferys? Murphy. Murphy? <laughs> Who would have guessed? Pochettino is from a town called Murphy, named after the Irishman John James Murphy from near Kilrain in County Wexford. Absolutely fascinating. But nevertheless, that's not the feature. Tell me more about Rosario.
1: Okay, so it's the uh, large city in the central Argentinian province of Santa Fe. It's located 300 kilometres northwest of Buenos Aires on the west bank of the Panama River. So that beautiful, mm. huge Panama River that cuts up. Oh wow. The Panama River's huge. Big estuary, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm just gonna zoom out. Yeah, I mean that is like proper South America, isn't it? That, that is real deal. Right in the heart of it. No messing stuff. Um, so let me just come out of the map. Give you some other details about okay. Exports include wheat, flour, hay, linseed. And other vegetable oils, corn, sugar, lumber, meat, hides, and wool. A, a, a very, they're, they're sort of classic exports, aren't they? Mm. Those things. Um, it have got a planetarium. Oh, do you know what? I've always wanted to go. Do you remember the planetarium we went to it, in New York?
0: Yes. We had to keep shushing those children. <laughs> <Remember>? <laughs> F- Hell. It's not a sentence you hear said enough. Do you remember was... we went, went on a school trip as pissed-up 30-year-olds <laughs> and I had to keep shushing children? drove me mad. In the planetarium.
1: I was having, like, an out-of-body experience there. Genuinely felt I was in space. But I've always wanted to go to an observatory, and wouldn't you just know it, Rosario has one. Um, been there since 1970. Um, oh, it's got two telescopes? That's very cool. Well, here we go. Um, yes, there the are photographs you can see of uh, the observatory. It, it, I have to say, I'm, I don't want to be disrespectful, slightly <laughs> underwhelmed by Rosario. Mm-hmm. It okay. just sort of sounds fine. You know, it's a place on a river. It's got stuff. It, there's not a great deal going on there.
0: Yeah, but I mean, better than Bournemouth, right?
1: Yes, but that was a cultural bond with Italy. Now, this is interesting. In 1985, uh it, it basically has a cultural link to italy so it's uh, organized a neapolitan music concert performances of Madame butterfly uh all sorts of things so there's lots of culture there looks like a beautiful place to live right on the river but yeah in your favor john mm-hmm. if i was bielsa i'd be looking to live elsewhere so you know th- there's that that's what it's got going for it is although i bet the weather's great you know
0: um This is a man very happy living above a sweet shop in Weatherby. It does does speak to the fact there might not be a great deal going on in Rosario. I'm interested by the thought of a Neapolitan music festival, though. Presumably, you have vanilla ice followed by hot chocolate, and then you just play strawberry fields by the Beatles. Wow. I tell you what, improv. You knocked that up at very, very short notice. Because I didn't think you were going to get anything for strawberry. No, well, I I mean, if you'd notice, I couldn't think of a band with the word strawberry in. But... um, just a song well you did it john you did it i'm all very proud of you my aim for this feature is that one day somebody is answering the million pound question on who wants to be a millionaire and it's something like which of these argentinian cities is on the panama river and they get it right and they say i know this because i listen to a pair of absolute tossers who eat crap and talk rubbish and that's how i know it's rosario and someone wins us a million quid and then they say it's only fair to share it with them oh yeah as if they would, they're not going to do it. But
1: we do just have John a bit of an oh. update on last episode where <laughs> we googled a place. And what was it again? It was the place where you'd been ill. Uh, oh, uh,
0: it was. Was I ask you to Google Sagres? Or um, that's right.
1: Was- so the comedian Lucy Beaumont.
0: Oh yes, I, I'm aware of her. Has been in touch, just following up on the she story. She seems between... very sad these days. She was used to have such a sort of glint in her eye, and sort of in the last sort of ten years, she seems she mm. seems to be less and less sort of glad to be alive. it's like something's changed in her life.
1: Yeah, well, she gave us a bit more detail on the story that you told oh, us about. You know, God. your baller move to just hey, we're dating. Let's go on holiday. Um, to
0: give you some context, it, it was it was the time it snowed in April. Mm -hmm. And she'd been talking about how, you know, she was struggling with the weather and it had been a long winter. So it wasn't a complete dick move. I said, you know what? I've been feeling the same. Let's go to fucking Portugal.
1: Hey, I'm on telly. Let's just go on holiday. Welcome to the Diamond
0: Club. Welcome
1: to the Diamond Club. Well, it was not the Diamond Club, was it? Because you got very ill. You're squirting out of both ends, And poor Lucy, you know, is abroad with just this mess. She's tweeted us. She said, he shat so much I thought his eyeballs would fall out. (laughs) We were locked in a hotel room abroad for 24 hours. After the shit came the bile. After the bile (laughs) came a gas. I know this is the smell changed. It left a metallic taste in my mouth. (laughs) At one point, I thought he said something to me from the bathroom. He didn't say anything. He was just whimpering. He was too dehydrated to cry. He got food poisoning off a cheese pizza. Not seafood or raw egg, a normal pizza.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, there's so much to unpack here. First and foremost, let me tell you that while Lucy was tweeting you that, I know for a fact when this tweet came in, it was about 8 o'clock last night, while I was putting our daughter to bed. So I'm upstairs doing bath and bedtime on my own while she's tweeting you the intimate details of my defecation. Mm. Upsetting. Uh, Second of all, I think I, I remember the pizza because I was vegetarian at the time, but not vegan, um, she had fish. And I remember thinking of the hotel we were in, I wouldn't be ordering the fish here. But it was too early in our relationship for me to be that sort of no all tosser. Yeah, you don't want to be eating that round here, love. No, 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 no. Um, and I thought, oh, I hope she doesn't get ill off that fish. And the pizza arrived, and it was it was sort of sweating, you know, when the cheese has got sort of a sweat layer <laughs> on top. And it was incredibly salty, so incredibly salty that I think, you know, that's what salt is for isn't it to hide the flavors of rotten meat uh that kicked straight i I think as well i may have had a bit of heat stroke because we went to the beach in the afternoon and i was sort of laid on my belly and we were talking and i was pretending to be the sort of person that is interested in other people (laughs) so i probably listened to an anecdote for slightly too long without (laughs) putting sun cream on my back um so that's 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 the points I'd like to make in response.
1: So what you're saying is a mixture of sunstroke and sweaty cheese.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that's what did for me. But as well, I say, I got to watch four football matches.
1: You're the winner. Let's maybe that is the advice to, to any fans going to Qatar is don't get sunstroke and do not eat the sweaty cheese. Uh, and that's no. true. Any country, any time. But while I've got you.
0: If, if any of you have intimate details about Matt Ford shitting or vomiting, uh, I'd like you to tweet us at comediansfpl or email hello at cpfpl.com. It's only fair that this uh, shame should be shared amongst us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Comedians FPL. I really want to know about a time when Matt Ford had an embarrassing bowel movement that he hasn't told me about. Let's not do that. <laughs> You're worried. <laughs> Literally the floodgates will open.
1: Uh, well... I mean, the problem is, is you know, um, yeah, it, it's sort of funnier when it's you. Is it? Yeah, it's funny because you're... Is it? It is, yes, it is, because you're the kind of pernickety one. You're the one. It's funnier. It just is funnier. And I, I think people f- would find it funnier to think of you in physical pain.
0: The the only way to test this theory is to read an email from someone who's seen you cack your sen. That's how they say in Nottingham. <laughs>
1: John, I've got some exciting news. You're retiring from comedy and emigrating. (laughs) No, even Uh. more exciting than that. We are going to release our very own CPFPL podcast beer with Kirkstall Brewery, and we've asked our listeners to send in their suggestions for what it should be called, uh, and like Erling Haaland, they have delivered. So, we've got a name for our new beer. Can you remember what it is? It's CPFP Hellas. It's a real quench boost. Um, oh, I think it. I can't believe this is so cool that we've got our own beer. CPFP Hellas, a real quench boost, will be released soon by Kirkstall Brewery, and we'll be giving some away as prizes to listeners and under the slice subscribers. And. We might even get some paraphernalia made up of beer mats and bar towels. This is the dream come true. Now, as we know, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious and CPFB Hells will be no different. We've got our own beer. As well as brewing great beer, Kirkstall also have some of the best pubs in Yorkshire like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Inn in Bradford and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. You can get 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. Just visit the website, Kirkstallbrewery.com, click on shop and enter the code for 20% off everything with the code cpfpl twenty. And oh my God, coming to market soon, our own beer, CPFP Hell's A Real Quench boot. Can you imagine? I mean, is it the most egotistical thing in the world to get drunk on your own beer?
0: It would be worse if it was called
1: like 40. I got drunk on our own show. I've had five pints of
0: me. Getting high on your own supply. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to taste it. Join us next week when we will be back for another episode talking about the World Cup, which I don't think I'm going to watch. So Matt can fill me in. It would be quite a good idea that we could do a podcast every week where you tell me what I've missed out on. And let's be honest, I'm probably going to watch it. You've got to watch the England game. Stop being silly. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't thought of it that way before.
1: Yeah, pull yourself together. And remember, go to anotherslice.com where you get bonus exclusive content in the Diamond Club. Go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl and, uh, well, just go there. Uh, we've got four exclusive episodes already on the platform. There's now monthly FPL prices. We're doing that live show on the 11th of December in tweeters Tweet us at ComediansFPL. Email us, hello at cpfpl.com. Find us on Insta. Hit us up on Facebook. And you've got to remember, man, you've got to leave that five-star written review. Bye. Bye.